Angel Talk is a special podcast presented by Raise for Rowan, a nonprofit organization that helps families who have lost a child with funeral cost assistance and emotional support. For more information on our organization or to start giving today, visit our website at www.raiseforrowan.org. This podcast would not be possible without the incredible, generous support of organizations like Smead Capital Management, Chris Hallett and Edward Jones, J&I Power Equipment, Olympia Orthopedic Associates, Robert McFadden Real Estate, Vickerman CPA Group, Timberland Bank, Academy Mortgage, and listeners just like you. And now, here's the pod. everyone and welcome to Angel Talk, Reflections of an Ambitious Angel Mom. My name is Philip Kerrigan. I am the Executive Director of Raise for Rowan. We are the nonprofit organization that helps families suffering through the loss of a child with funeral cost assistance and emotional support. I am joined by, as always, the Ambitious Angel Mom herself. Say hello to the people, Bryn. Hello, everybody. Huh? Well, two weeks in a row, you and I are in the podcast booth together. I like it. That's pretty good. That's it's pretty fun. good. This feels like old times. Well, don't act like it's not going to ever happen again. <laughs> I know, I know. I was just like giving you crap about that, though. I guess. <laughs> so, um, I want to say this is a very, this is a kind of a very special one. Uh, today yes. is um, you and I have kind of talked about this for a little bit uh, to share kind of with the listeners. Today is actually special in that this today is Rowan's birthday. This is a tribute for Rowan um, on her birthday. This is a little bit emotional for me. Yeah. Um, But I also, you know truly like to share her legacy with you guys and who she was as a child and, you know, kind of share my memories that I have with you guys because it's special. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's a, you know, the day is a really um, neat day. It it brings together all of the different elements uh, of the nonprofit that I think people have come to, to know and love about the nonprofit. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, you know, it's the emotional support. It's the honoring of angels. It's the, it's, it's the tips and tricks on how to deal with milestones like this and stuff like that. All the really, you know, important elements of what we do. And you and I talked about this for a while. What we'd like to do, we're not a nonprofit like the American Red Cross that has specific days or American Cancer Society that has a specific day or Mm -hmm. Susan G. Komen or any of those in that we don't have a specific, you know, month that's dedicated to just our cause. Uh, There is National Childhood Loss Awareness Day, but overall, and there is a month, but it's not as front and center as some of those other ones. Rowan's birthday is the perfect opportunity for us as an organization, I think, to, number one, thank all the supporters who've supported us over the years. Mm -hmm. Number two, highlight the importance of the organization through Rowan's birthday. And then also kind of connect with families who are going through their own days like today. You know, right. and kind of and kind of help them through it. So this is a really neat way of, of honoring Rowan's birthday. Well, thanks, Philip. And this was actually uh, Philip's idea, oh, that, and I I loved it. I was nice. like, that's you know, emotional a little bit yeah. too. But I'm happy that we can continue to honor her every year, year after year, and share her life with you guys. And yeah. and like Philip said, um, you know, kind of create some support and comfort for 
our fellow grieving families out there on tips and tricks how to get through and cope on their angel's birthday. Yeah, yeah. Year after year. So, And, and typically the big, huge event, and this will happen in the future, but typically the big, huge event, the dinner and auction, is mm-hmm. around this time. And that yes. was very purposeful, you said, right? Like that's something you kind of knew you wanted to do. Uh, yes and no. I never wanted it to be like the exact date sure. for sure. But um, yeah, we always do host our biggest fundraiser, which is the dinner and auction. And we host that one or two weekends, you know, away from Rowan's actual birthday. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's been it's been nice because it seems like a great time of year where people are, you know, just getting off of spring break. And then we can all come together and have, you know, kid-free parent night out where yeah. we're, you know, bidding on auction items and, you know, having a good time, um, but also celebrate her. And it does feel like I'm hosting a huge giant birthday party every year. Honestly, that's like how I I get so um, detailed with it. So I'm like, even if it's a, you know, adult theme, I put things in there throughout the event that symbolize her. Yeah. In, in everything that we do here at Race for Owen. So it is, it yeah. makes it fun. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. I like that piece of it. I like that piece. And we're, let's, we're going to hope to do this for, for the entire duration that the organization is around, that this day becomes one of those days that everybody knows about it. Everybody knows, you know, and we do something special on this day. So uh, folks should expect that on the on our site, uh, through social media, with this podcast. It'll be celebrating Rowan's birthday of, of sorts today. So awesome. this is one of the ways we'll do it. So how we're going to do it is we're going to talk a little bit about who Rowan was, yes. her favorite things, all the stuff that she would like on a, on a, on a day like today. And then the other thing to talk about is um, things that parents can do who have, who have an angel that they've lost yes. uh, on days like today. Right. So let's get into it. Yeah. So let's, t- let's talk okay, about guys. some of Rowan's favorite stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to share, but bear with me because I've compiled some lists for you guys okay. of um, not only me walking down memory lane this morning, kind of looking at old photos to trigger memories, which I always find therapeutic yet emotional because, mm-hmm. you know, as much time as goes goes by, I feel like you forget more and more. So it's nice to look at photos to trigger those memories. Um, And so this morning I did exactly that. Um, I looked through old photographs of her and found myself reliving some of um, special moments with her. But I'll just read you guys some of the lists I wrote down. Um, Her best friend was her cousin, Tai Tai, and they were there only um, a few weeks apart in birthdays. So they, you know, grew up her short little life pretty much together all the time. She loved to watch the chickens at her Papa's house. And I remember she just, she always liked nature. That seemed like a calming place for Mm. her. So she, we'd sit her outside in the grass and she'd watch the chickens. Um, and when she got mobile, then she would be running around the, the chicken pens. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Like screaming at the chickens. Yeah, Yeah. Um, so she was, you know, kind of hell on wheels, but she was always very, like, she had a very um, mature presence about her. Mm -hmm. So even though she was a baby, she was, I don't know, you felt like she was an old soul inside. I remember she would jump as high as she could in her crib and she would just laugh. So I remember like nap times, you know, she did not ever want to she was not a napper. Well, she's, she, yeah, she, she, she didn't like it. She was a busybody. So, yeah. you know, she didn't want to necessarily just like lay down and chill yeah. and take a nap. Yeah. So, 
even if I would just put her down there to like self-soothe, I would hear her like jumping and laughing on the baby monitor (laughs) and I'd watch her and she'd hang on the edge on the rail and just like jump as high as her little butt could jump in the air and she'd laugh and scream mommy. Yeah. Mama. Um, She loved to ride the quad and so we'd always put her like in the front pack or the backpack and, you know, do yard chores yeah. on the property or just go for a ride. And I know that she, she would always just be so intent looking around at nature. So I just yeah. know that that comes up a lot in her life as I noticed when I felt like she wasn't her happiest was outdoors for oh, sure. Okay. And then we got her, her own little power wheels. So she was starting to ride her power wheels and she would go until she would pretty much hit something like she, <laughs> she didn't quite know how to stop. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, she yeah. would yeah. ride her power wheels and she loved that. She loved her kitty Ruger. I have a lot of pictures that I found of her giving uh, her kitty hugs. Oh. And Ruger passed away, so I think that they're in heaven together. Yeah. She definitely loved her brother. She worshipped him. And he uh, was kind of mean to her. Like, I've shared this before. Yeah, he wasn't the nicest to her. (laughs) And I do think it's because... They're pretty close in age, and I mm-hmm. think it was competition. So yeah, when, the budding sibling mm-hmm. sibling rivalry. So when she was born, um, you know, and he doesn't have that with Monroe as much. Although yeah, I have noticed, does. I have noticed him compete with her. Yes, he. I will say Wyatt is a very sensitive yeah. child. Yeah, he's a nice guy, and he is a very nice guy. But I do feel like he he does like a lot of attention. Yeah. That's he. You can tell. Mm-hmm. You can tell. Yes, He's got he the older brother vibe. Like, look, I did well. I I need some recognition. Yeah. So not yeah. to make this a podcast about him, but then when his little sister came along, he was yeah. like, "Well, who the hell are you? Yeah. And why are you taking my thunder? Yeah, like, I'm. He was the first grandchild. Yeah. So he was spoiled like, from hey, the look, day he was born. Right. You're on my corner, kid. Yeah. So no, he. But w- she adored him. Oh, she adored him. Yeah. You know, he'd like whack her over the head with a toy, and yeah. she would just cry, but still look at him and like want a hug. That's awesome. You know, that's she just awesome. adored him, and that's the same with Monroe. They loved yeah. him. Yeah. Um, I always had hair bows in her hair because she had that like wild, crazy curly hair, but her bangs grew really long, so they were always in her face, and I never wanted to cut them because they yeah. were precious, like right. blonde curls. So I just always have her little head bows in. Yeah. And I think she'd like them. I mean, I don't really know. She didn't tell me she didn't. Well, she didn't rip them out. No, she didn't rip them out. So, then, so yeah. she wore her little hair bows she pretty much them tolerable. all the time. And honestly, you guys, I still have her headbands and bows um, kind of throughout my house. But, like, they're they're old, obviously, now. So they're not, like, I don't let Monroe wear them or play with them because, like, they're very sentimental, like, keepsakes mm. to me. So I'll, I put them in, like, my vanity or... Yeah. I used to wear one around my wrist for probably like oh, two wow, years. Really? Yes, and that one's like hanging up in in uh, my vanity. But so I have her hair bow still everywhere. Wow. She definitely loved music. I've shared this with you guys before. Her favorite song was all about that bass. Yep. She loved to dance. She pretty much would dance whether she was in the car. I have videos of her, you know, kicking her legs in the yeah. car seat, or I have she would climb up. Even when she was tiny, she would climb the chairs to get on top of the kitchen table and jump on the kitchen table. I'm not even kidding. And I would look Mm -hmm. over and have a heart attack. Like, what are you doing up there? (laughs) And she would be dancing, you know. Um, And she thought it was hysterical. She loved to scare me like that because she knew I'd be like, what are you doing up there? She'd climb on the counters. You know, she was a climber. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. Is that just normal because Monroe's I feel a like it depends. Yes, I feel like it depends on which of the kids it is. Oh yeah, Wyatt but would yes. never in a million yes. years. like Thomas wouldn't. He's totally risk averse. No. John, yes. Uh, so I think maybe there's this sense of like, like safety. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the girls. So they can be all you know. Yeah, my girls don't. I guess think about safety. I guess they don't. <laughs> Oh, my son does. He's yeah, very yeah, cautious, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I appreciate. I'm yes, like, yeah. I maybe that was maybe that was our function. Like maybe with the mm-hmm. older ones, we like since they were the first, we like were more and more like, don't do that. Stop this. Oh yeah. my God, you're gonna do this. And then like it was oh, yeah. a lot more like doting over them. Mm-hmm. So they definitely are like, well, I was told that that was not a good idea. Butt bombs. I saw this on your list. I this is intriguing. What is this? So butt bombs. We <laughs> would laugh so hard because. We, they would be like a sneak attack. So, like, if, like, if we were, like, on the floor, yeah. like, laying down or, like, watching a movie or something, I mean, she literally would run up behind you and jump and land on you with her butt. And and that, and she would laugh. She thought it was so funny. Hilarious. So we called them butt bombs. That's and awesome. And she would do it to her brother, her uncles. I mean, to whoever was. Was there. Who was whoever, ever some non-suspecting yes. victim. Yes. And that was, like, her sneak attack. And Fantastic. then once, you know, she realized how funny we thought it was that she did butt bombs. I mean, she would do it over and over. That was, like, what she did. Even before she could talk, she was running around doing butt bombs. That's awesome. <laughs> and she would laugh because yeah. she couldn't really say butt bomb but she would just laugh because yeah. she knew it was a butt bomb hilarious um she her one of her favorite toys and i got it for her for easter was this little toy vacuum and we still have it because yeah. monroe actually likes it too yeah. and it's just you know got the popping bubbles oh yeah, yeah the one that's like so it makes noise yeah. Yeah, yeah, and um but i have a couple pictures of her always trying to vacuum and yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe you're going to help mommy clean one day. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. she liked her vacuum. Yeah. She loved her daddy's duck call. We've got a video floating around somewhere of her because she, she could actually do it. And it sounds like a real duck. Yeah. Which not very many kids can just pick up a duck call and like yeah. actually make it sound like a duck. But cool. But she loved her duck call. And um, yeah, that's pretty much all I had on my list. Yeah. But it was fun going down memory lane this morning. Yeah. Just reliving those moments that, like, yeah. I haven't thought about butt bombs in a long time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Occasionally, like, we'll something will trigger a memory and we'll laugh yeah. about it. But still, to this day, every time I hear all about that bass yeah. by Megan Trainer, yeah. I feel like Rowan's with me at that exact moment because I awesome. just know that was like her jam. Yeah, she, she loved it. Anytime that song came on, she could not. <laughs> Hold herself still. Like, it just took over her little body, and she was feeling the music. The next list that, you know, I kind of researched and got ideas elsewhere, but also put down some things that I've done, is ways that you can honor your angel, like, on their special day, on their birthday. And there's, you know, I didn't want everything to cost money because, you know, it's not necessarily always about buying gifts or throwing an elaborate birthday party because... It's more about setting the intention to honor them and connect with them. So I compiled a list for you guys, um, and I'll share some stuff that I have done in the past that has helped me connect with Rowan. But just ways to help us get through this day because it's this is why it's weird. It used to be such a joyful day, right? Right. Like our kids' birthday is full of joy and laughter and happiness. Yeah. And we're creating these memories with our kids and, and creating the best memories for them of when they grow up. Like, my mom threw me the best birthday party, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, that's what I want for my kids. Yeah. When they're gone and you don't have that ability anymore to be, like, planning her eighth birthday. Yeah. 
I mean, which, believe me, a kick in the gut is me saying out loud that my daughter would be eight. Eight. Um, oh, I don't want to get emotional, but. Yeah, no, it's totally oh, justifiable. I, I'm totally steel. I, like, I'm in shock that I would have an eight-year-old. Yeah. Um, because she obviously passed away at one. I mean, she was going yeah. on two. She was almost two, but for her to be gone this long, it doesn't feel real still. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, that's why it's so hard for us. It's like we want this day to be still a special happy day, but we're filled with sorrow inside. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're not planning that birthday party or picking up that birthday cake or wrapping presents or sending out invitations. We are stuck just with the memories of their life. Yep. And the what what should we be doing? Yeah, and it's, it's hard not to get hung up on that for sure. And it strikes me too that like it's the intensity of that joy that comes with those younger birthdays, first, second, third birthdays, where like the intensity of the joy mm-hmm. and all the kids running around and it's crazy and it's loud and and any game you play is the biggest biggest coolest game they've ever played and all these sort of different things that come with it. But then, that, but then, what you when you lose a child, it seems like the new intense feeling is grief. So you have these two like yes. completely competing, like overwhelming right emotions, which is joy for younger birthdays, but then grief that they're not being celebrated anymore. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I just yeah I want to share with you guys some stuff that I've done in the past and then just some other things that I've found doing my own research yeah. on ways you can channel that grief to still hopefully bring you some comfort yeah some joy and ways to connect with them because mm-hmm. I I know I I share this but I do truly one hundred percent believe that they still know when you are thinking of them and doing these things, small gestures of love for them, because I think they're still with us. So a big part in my healing has been um, doing meaningful things for for Rowan, whether it be just between her and I and be very um, intimate or, you know, including my family, you know, because I do involve, obviously, my immediate family with with celebrating her as well. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you guys don't mind, I'll start to the second rambling session of some stuff. Yeah, let's get into it. So, um, again, I think you just keep this comfortable for what what works for you and what you feel is on your heart that's going to help you on this day. And I always like to really think, what am I feeling that's connecting me to Rowan at that time? And I kind of let you know, my heart tell me what to do. So, okay. you know, cause I try not to be just the same every single year, year after year of like, what can I do for Rowan on her birthday this year? Right. I don't want it to just be painting a rock every year, Yeah. you yeah, know, yeah, which yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with it if that's what you want to do every year and that becomes your tradition. But right. I really, on my heart, just kind of, I guess, always try to be creative cause she was a creative kid Yeah. and I'm a creative individual. So I like to do different things every year. But, okay, cool. Um, I think this one is, kind of an emotional one, but you can write them a heartfelt letter or a card. And if you really need a good cry, then you read it aloud. You could always donate to Race for Rowan in their memory. You can even send us a picture to share of your angel. And we are happy to do a heartfelt post. Absolutely. Um, and and share your donation in honor of your angel. Absolutely. It doesn't even have to just be Race for Rowan. You can always donate to another charity as well. If maybe, you know, that is related 
to, to how your, your angel child. passed. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, a lot of people do have a connection maybe with a certain nonprofit, mm-hmm. you know, in honor of their child. So yeah. you can donate to a nonprofit. Um, this is just something simple, but it's it's meaningful and heartfelt. I like to cook a meal that I know that Rowan would like um, on her birthday. And sometimes I'll get a small cake made or cupcakes, and I share that for a special treat with cool. my family cool. on her birthday. What and was what was Rowan's favorite food to eat? That was not a favorite. I, I can't actually remember. I imagine like, you're what, rolling chicken nuggets and... <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. So it's hard, you know, if your child passed away and they were really, really young, yeah. it's hard to, to decipher, like, well, what was their favorite? Was it peas? Right. Was it right. bananas? <laughs> um, but I do know that she always loves spaghetti because I have lots there of pictures go. of her with spaghetti sauce Absolutely. all over her face. Absolutely. So um, I'll usually, you know, yeah. do something like that. And yeah. then I always do. I Some years I've had actually a really beautiful cake made. Um and then sometimes I'll just be like, you know what? I'm just going to go pick up something like an angel food cake yeah. with strawberries yeah. and we'll have that for yeah. her. So I think it's like whatever's on your heart, you yeah. know, you yeah. can do. And obviously, you know, we all share the heartfelt memories on mm-hmm. social media. But um, sometimes I'm not even like in a state where I want to do it first thing in the morning. But, yeah. you know, maybe after, you know, you've like had your prayer time or, you know, a cup of coffee, like put together some old photos and then just like a, a happy birthday wishes to your angel baby awesome. in heaven. It just feels good to remember them. Yeah. And I think what's brought me comfort over the years is the amount of people that always comment or, or send me messages yeah. that say, Hey, we love seeing them. Like, don't ever stop. Because yeah. sometimes, you know, we get that, that insecure feeling of like, God, are people sick of seeing, like, the stuff I post all the time about, you know, Rowan? And I've just realized, like, who cares if they are? (laughs) Well, yeah. Because it's the people that send me the heartfelt messages that are like, don't ever stop sharing because we love love seeing them your photos and we love remembering her too. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's awesome. That makes us feel good as angel parents, right? Yeah. When we hear that. So you can always plant a tree or a flower that reminds you of them. Um, over the years, I've planted a couple different Rowan trees in honor of Rowan and daisies are also her birth flower for okay. April. So I yeah. always have fresh daisies nice, um, or potted daisies on my front porch. And then, I just, I always have daisies, yeah. especially because it's April. You know, she's an April baby, so that's yeah. kind of like the flower that's out right now. But yeah. I don't know. I just like to always get some little daisies to plant, and yeah. I'll usually plant a flower or something for her on her birthday. Very cool. Yeah. Um, light a sky lantern with a birthday message or a balloon to release with a message for her and, and release it. So I've I've done this in the past as well, and... It's pretty meaningful. It's kind of sim- simplified other events throughout the year that we've done as well. But mm-hmm. usually my immediate family, we will, like, get a balloon and write a little message on it and send it off to her. Yeah. I've yeah. even had dreams, you guys, that Rowan receives the balloons that I've sent her. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, I've, you know, I just feel like those are maybe ways of her relaying to me that she's with us and she sees that we're doing it but it was like a vision i had of her like collecting all these balloons over the years and i was like i just know that she knows we're sending them off to heaven and the kids even say that too like we're sending sissy a balloon to heaven for her birthday party because i imagine that they have the 
coolest birthday party in heaven way cooler than we can well, ever your do. Well, your helium balloons never go out, I right? would imagine, right. in heaven. I would I would assume. And I just, <laughs> I picture them all, like, celebrating and laughing and having, like, yeah. the best time up there. Like, Absolutely. all the angel kids. Absolutely. And, and everybody. So, I have to tell myself that when I start to feel sorry for myself. Like, I don't get to throw her a big... A big birthday party. Yeah. I start to think like, well, she's probably doing way cooler stuff. She's probably riding a unicorn. <laughs> yeah, probably. rainbows and pots of gold. Probably. And, um, you know, swimming in a gold river. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. girl's got it made. Yeah. So I just need to tell myself that. <laughs> um, you can create a music playlist of all of their favorite songs or genres. For example, how we always go back to all about that bass. That one I've actually never done. I saw that um, just online when I was doing some research on ways yeah. that we could remember them. And I thought, well, that's kind of cool. I haven't done that yet. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah, that's a good one. And then like it's that like one. your your go-to, if you're having kind of a down day or you're missing them, you always have that like playlist right. that you could put on. Yeah, that's good. I like yeah. that. Painting rocks um, or stones that you can place in like their special spot, like the cemetery or your garden bed or wherever you may go that you connect with them. Yeah. Or even placing them in a spot that you used to go camping or, you know, on a school ground or, you know, you can take these little rocks anywhere Yeah. and leave them yeah. for yeah, in honor of, like of them. So, and then think about who might find it. Yeah. You know, like you yeah. could be, you could paint, you know, you could do this with your, your other kids that are here with you or really anybody, friends, and you could paint your little birthday rocks yeah. for your loved one yep. and then place them in special places that remind That's you cool. of them. That's cool. You can buy a gift in honor and give or donate to somebody special, mm-hmm. which I've bought Rowan gifts over the years too. Um, and usually they just end up staying home with me because I yeah. have other kids that will play with, yeah. like, you know, Monroe would obviously be playing with the things I think Rowan would be liking as yeah, well. Yeah. But um, that's a great idea to donate it to a special organization or maybe donate to a, a kid that's the same age that might be in need. Right. You know, that might not financially be able to have new special toys or gifts. Yeah. You know, if it's really on your heart, if like gift giving is your love language yeah. and you want to buy a gift so bad, you know, buy something you think that your angel child would have been into and then donate it to somebody that's, that, good. that's like the that. same age, you know, that yeah, might really yeah. like it. You could read their favorite book. Um, again, this one's tough too, because obviously if your child passed away as a really small infant or child, they probably don't have a favorite book, but if they right. do, I thought that was, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, watch their favorite movie or show. Again, you can do this by yourself or with, you know, your immediate family or friends. Make a movie night out of it. Mm -hmm. Pop some popcorn. We're going to watch, you know, Peter Rabbit. Yeah. I was trying to think of, like, what Rowan's favorite show would have been. And, again, she was so young. I don't – it's hard to remember what her favorite show would have been. But I know I used to always watch the old school classics, Tom and Jerry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, You know, so she would watch that with her brother. Yep. Um, That's pretty much all I could think of, so – now that I actually intensively thought about that, yeah. I'm sure now when I watch Tom and Jerry, I will always think of Rowan. Rowan. Yeah. yeah. Um, enter a run for charity in their honor. Um, you or guys, in your case, start one. Well, you guys <laughs> yeah, can run yeah, our run yeah. for Rowan, yeah. which is Father's Day weekend every year. But you can also do it virtually. So if you're not a local person, you can always run the run for Rowan virtually. Mm-hmm. And what's cool is you can run it in honor of your angel. That's right. Or uh, of any loved one that has passed for that example. It's one of the events that really yeah. allows for that more than anything else. Yeah, but yeah. it's kind of cool that you, you know, you can usually register for runs in yep. advance. And there's 
plenty of them, you guys. We're not the only one. Right. But there's plenty of runs that you can sign up for in advance. So, you know, if it's your angel's birthday, you could probably Google upcoming races or 5Ks near you and see what pops up. But yeah. um, our run specifically, you can run in honor of your angel. Yep. And we provide shirts that have our logo race for our own on them, but we can always customize them with your angel's name yep. and um, just honor your angel on yeah, that special day. That's really neat. Uh, you can work on a scrapbook or a memory book. This is very time consuming. I do know that the hard way because I have been working on a life book, I call it, instead of a baby book, I call it Rowan's life book. Yeah. And I started working on that years and years ago after she passed. And it, it's super emotional. Yeah, I bet. And I only can carve out certain chunks of time where I can mm -hmm. work on it. Um, but I basically want a book of her from beginning to end. Yeah. And um, with everything, all her little trips we took, all our favorite things, all, you know, her first Christmas, her first birthday, yeah. all the things. Um, but like, for example, on her birthday, that's something like I would carve out a couple hours of my day or however long I could to work on something like that. Yeah. And yeah. it's kind of like my way of honoring her, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I will be so thankful when it's finally done. <laughs> but if you haven't started one in honor of your angel, it's a fun little project to do. Yeah. Um, and feel like, you know, again, it can be emotional, but it's also, you have to go through those emotional moments to feel better because it's like a release of those feelings that you're, you're pent up, that you're mm -hmm. holding on to inside. And it feels really good to sometimes just have a good cry and get it out there. Yeah. So, yeah. so look at the photos, do it by yourself if that's right. the only way you can, because that's for me how I, I don't like to be emotional a lot in front of people. Sure. So I like sure, to do sure, that sure. behind closed doors. But guess what? You always feel better. Yeah. Um, start a memory garden. I've also done this. I have a memory garden for Rowan at my house, and that is something I do pretty much every single year on her birthday and also um, the anniversary of her passing. I work in her garden for mm -hmm. Sometimes all day, sometimes just an hour. Yeah. Um, and I'll plant, you know, fresh flowers or just pull weeds. And there's something therapeutic about that when you're, I guess, just peaceful outside in the nature where you hear, you know, for Rowan, her birthday is obviously in the spring. So I hear the birds chirping and I don't know, I feel this closeness to her while I'm doing that. Yeah. You can make them a craft or a gift. So example again is like um, painting rocks or you can make stepping stones with um, your other children, make jewelry or a bracelet, something that you could wear, but intent for them. So again, we talk about, you know, with full intent when you're doing these things for your angel. I feel like even if I'm making something that I'm going to be wearing, but I'm doing it in honor of Rowan, I think of it as a gift for her. Yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't have to necessarily be like a gift that you're going to always drop off and take to like their resting place. Yeah. Um, it can be a, a gift for yourself, honestly, but right, like right. that you have full intent on like, this is what I'm doing for Rowan this year is, you know, I'm going to make a bracelet with, you know, these pearl stones that remind me of her and a little feather and, you know, do whatever is on your heart that really connects you with them. Yeah. You could go through their keepsakes. Again, another emotional one. Yeah, that seems like that would be a pretty emotional thing to do. Yeah, it is. Um, and I don't know if it necessarily gets easier. I do do this at least once a year. Um, but it is nice, too. And sometimes I don't even want to go through her stuff, but my daughter Monroe will. I have, like, some really cute decorative boxes in 
the girls' room. Yeah. And it's got some of Rowan's things in it, like her little tiny jammies and just like little things that were keepsakes. And Monroe will get them out. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not in that mind state to see that, but it is right. kind of nice sometimes to see him like, Oh my gosh, she was so little. And, yeah. um, I obviously have like a little, um, area where I keep like her locks of hair yeah, and just like stuff like that. So if you are having a sentimental, emotional time, like make yourself do those things because guess what? It's a, it's a part in your healing that you're going to have to go through eventually. And it does feel good to, to get that, um, heaviness off your chest. Yeah. Watch some old home videos. That gives you another ugly cry. Oof, yeah. Of course, bringing fresh flowers to um, the cemetery if your child's buried or bringing them into your home. Yeah. And one thing that I've always done is I'll get two bouquets and then I'll do one for her and one for me. So, like, the matching bouquet is at her grave and the matching bouquet oh, is at my house. Oh, that's cool. I like so, that. So, yeah, yeah, then I feel like... Because I don't necessarily feel like she's ever just, like, at her grave. Like, I don't think right. of her there. Right. But it's nice to leave her beautiful flowers there. But I also feel like she's in our home with us. So yeah. I want to have fresh flowers in her home on her birthday. Um, I do it, obviously, throughout the year. But, right. you know, it. everybody loves some fresh flowers. Yeah. So, guys, those are just some things that I had wrote down and compiled from, obviously, lists of my own personal experiences, but stuff that I had found on the Internet. But you want to just be able to grieve what what works for you and what's on your heart. And what works for you might not also work for your significant other or for others around you. So keep that in mind that, you know, something that I might want to do, my spouse might not be up for. Yeah. And that's okay. Carve out time where you can be alone. Um, to do what's on your heart to do and then maybe, you know, work out a plan with your support system or who, who your others that are grieving your loss with you, something that you guys can do together that might not be, you know, as emotional that they might be wanting to do as well. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. We're not all created the same way and we're all going through different milestones at different times. So. Yeah. Just keep that in mind. And I just want to confirm that I know, like I know, like I know, that our angels feel us sending them love and um, that they are with us, especially on these really emotional days, such yeah. as the birthdays. But I really do think that they can feel us sending them love and the special thoughts. So I hope you guys can find some some tips out of this on things that you can do to honor your loved one on their special angel day. It's never easy, but we obviously want to celebrate them still. And and just remember, they're having an amazing birthday party up in heaven with all the other angel siblings and babies and kids. And yeah. I think they're having a great time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That is an excellent way to to end this particular podcast. It's a good point to leave it on. Uh, different things you can do. It's, you know, it seems like um, one of the major things is just do do the thing that that connects you with your angel and that makes mm -hmm. you comfortable. Really, at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Good, good stuff. And we want to thank everybody for taking a listen. Uh, we know we released this on on uh, Monday instead of our usual Tuesday or Wednesday, but we figured uh, with Rowan's birthday in mind, we would we would do that. Hopefully, you can enjoy some of the content we create on social media. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we just want everybody to go out there and, and remember uh, your angels. Hopefully some of this stuff you can use for, for your angels next birthday. Yeah. So we really want to thank everybody. We want to say happy birthday to Rowan. We want to thank everybody for continuing to 
uh, support us. And uh, if you have any anything else you want to do, make sure to visit the site. Make sure to subscribe to this, share this podcast, because it's podcasts like this that really we think uh, help can help uh, bring comfort to folks. So we really want to thank everybody for doing that. Bryn, thank you for sharing some really delightful memories and some some different tips and tricks for people to do. So that's really awesome too. Thanks for listening to me ramble, everybody. I'm glad I could honor Rowan today and of course, continue to share her life with you guys. Excellent. Happy birthday, Rowan. Happy birthday, Rowan. And we'll see everybody next week. 